Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hi, my name is Nick. There's Big J right there. Hi. We are here on a Tuesday, the 11th day of February, 2020. Hopefully you had a solid Monday. The week got off to a good start. We're going to try to continue that today. We will have some corn tickets to give away with Breaking Benjamin and Bones UK, dude. Can you believe that? No, I can't. Well, believe it. Not until I see it. Well, look, you should see it. As I was sitting there watching her put it in. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, it should be there today for us to give away. On top of that, we also want to try to qualify somebody twice over today. Once for the Valentine's Day pair of earrings that we're going to give away on Friday, courtesy of Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler, and then... He Shed, She Shed is happening at 7.50 this morning. An opportunity for you to qualify for a $3,000 outdoor shed, customized shed, by the way, that you can win courtesy of the Lifetime Store. So that is going to be happening today as well. Hopefully you're all prepared for that. On top of that, we play some streaming dumbass over the course of the show today and additional fun and excitement. I watched Parasite last night, the Oscar winner, Big J. I saw. I saw you. You love it. I paid human money for it. And it was really good, man. It was really good. I liked it a lot. I liked it very much. As I said uh, on Twitter, Knives Out is still my favorite movie of the year. Uh, But, you know, I mean, Parasite's really, really good. And uh, now I'm a fan of this director and writer's work, of course. I I enjoy uh, The Host. It's a fantastic movie they did in 2006. I've seen uh, Mother, which I thought was really, really good. Snowpiercer, of course, is a fantastic film. And this is... Uh, I don't know where. I mean, I watched the trailer. I don't know how the hell you even came close to thinking it was a horror movie. Man, it just looks horror No, there's absolutely zero horror in the, the The trailer makes it look very, um, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the movie series, but I can't remember the name of it. Oh. Do you know what happens in the movie series? No, no. <laughs> no, just the cuts in the stuff they showed in the trailer. It looks... It's not a horror movie. It's more of a comedy than it is a horror movie. I'll put it that way. Uh, and I tell you what, I also say this. If you if you enjoy Quentin Tarantino films, I, hate I feel like you would really like Parasite. Because there were several times I was watching it going, this could totally be a Tarantino film. And uh, it, it's, uh, the performances are very good. It is incredibly directed, really well written. So if you can get over the subtitles thing, which is strange for somebody that watches everything with captions on, whether you like it or not. I, I don't have a problem with movies and subtitles. Well, that's what you said. No. Yesterday. You're no. like, I don't want to read my movies. Yeah, I don't really want to, no. But it, it's not a reason why for, I'm not going to watch a movie. All right. Uh, then you should watch it. How about we uh, get into some important stuff here nothing. in a little bit. But first, we'll do some Ozzy over the mountain on the X. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, Important Stuff is brought to you by Carrington College. Start realizing your full potential with Carrington College's diverse range of affordable, in-demand certificate and associate degree programs at their Boise campus. Main focus is on healthcare-related programs, and most programs can be completed in as few as 3 to 19 months. To learn more, visit carrington.edu to get started. If you are lucky enough to work a 9 to 5, Big J, when's the last time you actually did that? Worked a 9 to 5. I don't know if I ever worked a 9 to 5 job. Yeah, me like either. Legit. Me either. I mean, like, even when I was in, like, the quote-unquote workforce, I still was kind of going to school at the time. So I would work, like, three to tens and, you know, that kind of stuff. Or, you know, four to closes kind of a thing. 
But if you do happen to work a 9 to 5, there is something to be said for actually leaving the office at 5 p.m. sharp. New study finds that those who leave work on time each day, regardless of your shift, really, are happier, healthier than those who stay later. Previous study found that people that worked more than 55 hours a week were 33% more likely to suffer a stroke, great, compared to those that worked just 40 hours a week. Experts say that telling those you work with that you'll be leaving at 5 p.m. sets the right atmosphere, even if others tend to stay late. You can say, listen, you stay here as late as you want. I'm out of here at 5, period. Boom. Bye. That's how it works. That's my schedule. Uh, And so if you have the ability to do that, savor it. It's like Billy Madison grabbing that kid's head. Cherish it. (laughs) You have to. Because it's nice if you can get it. Uh, That does not bode well for you and I, BJ. I guess not. Major League Baseball is considering expanding the playoffs to 14 teams up from the current 10, and that's nearly half of the overall 30 teams. They want four wild cards in each league instead of two, according to media reports yesterday. Additionally, higher-seeded wildcard teams will be able to choose their opponents, doing so during a televised show like a draft. Such changes would have to be negotiated with and agreed by the Players Association. Here's what baseball needs to do. I don't think you necessarily need to expand the playoff teams, but you got to make the wild card more than one game. I know it's weird to say expanding the playoff season is what you need to do, but the, baseball's 162 games, right? Which is played in, in a series. Almost every, you know, matchup you have, there's more than one game involved. Save right. the tiebreaker, right? Right. And so if you busted your ass for 162 games to be able to make it to the playoffs... There should be more than just one off to it. Just make, make a three-game series. Make it a three-game series. Yeah, exactly. So that there's a little bit more of... Uh, I mean, granted, they're trying to manufacture drama by, you know, it's win-or-go-home kind of a thing with one game. But that's not what baseball is. It's never been that. It's always been a matchup kind of a game. And so I don't think you need to have half the teams in baseball in the playoffs for people to care. I just think you have to make it a little bit more like... Because if you go to the wild card, like, big deal, usually. And then, unfortunately, the, the wild card, what you do is you you play everybody you can to win that wild card game, which puts you as, a, as an extremely tactical disadvantage in any other series yeah, that you happen to course. go up against the rest of the way. Because you're using your ace, you're, 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 you know, there's no rest for their pitchers. I mean, it just, it really is dumb. Then you got to go up against a team who's cheating using technology. Right. What chance do you stand? But we'll see what baseball ends up doing. Nothing's going to be done fairly quickly. We got a Sylvester Stallone update, Big J. He is going to star in a new action film called Little America. Michael Bay. It's called Little America? Michael Bay is your executive producer. The film is set in a dystopian future, Big J. That sounds awfully familiar. America has become bankrupt. We don't have any money. Demolition, man. And we turned into a war zone, dude. And so now Sylvester Stallone, the only one that can save us all. It sounds like a cross between Demolition Man and... Um, that horror series you can't remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Ritual. <laughs> Coming up in a few minutes, we got your Send Nude Song of the Day. We'll also do some streaming dumbass. 
streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Back in the Amazon Prime neck of the woods today for streaming dumbass. We're going to strip away the stars, the director of the studio that brought you stuff, and we're left with just a very brief plot description from Amazon. Based on that plot description, Big J must watch a movie and review it for you in a 24-hour period. Are you ready to accept your mission, Big J? Yeah. Today's theme with the movies is the Oscars, my friend. Now, uh, staying on brand with Big J, I will tell you that none of the movies that you have to choose from today uh, were nominated nor win an Oscar. But the actors and actresses involved in the movies have either been nominated or won themselves an Oscar in their acting career, okay? Great. So there's your running theme, although none again, none of the movies that you're about to see nominated. So I don't want I don't want to watch you watch it. I don't want you to watch an Oscar nominated film. Thank God. Here's movie number one. Willing to bend the rules for her clients, one lobbyist can pretty much get anything done in Washington, DC. When asked to help oppose a particular bill, she instead joins a scrappy boutique that represents the backers of the law. Her defiant stance and determination to win now makes her the target of powerful new enemies who threaten her career and the people she cares about. Movie number two. Gotcha. A traumatized veteran unafraid of violence tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what may be his death or his awakening. Movie number three. Hmm. With her husband and 20 years away on a business trip, Darcy goes into the garage where she discovers that her partner is definitely not who she thought he was. Her find gives her no option to end what was, from the outside, the perfect marriage by any means necessary. Oh my god! Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Yeah, I'm not uh, interested in movie number one at all, uh, so it's between two and three. All right, I'm going to go with movie number three. Movie number three it is. It's a tough decision. You passed on movie number one immediately. That was called Miss Sloan. That stars Jessica Chastain, who's been nominated for Oscars twice over in her career. And Mark Strong, Big J. You like Mark Strong? I do. From Kick-Ass and uh, Shazam. Uh, you passed on movie number two, which was called You Were Never Really Here. That stars Joaquin Phoenix, who recently won the Oscar for uh, Joker. You will be watching A Good Marriage, which is based on a Stephen King book. Oh, it stars Joan Allen, who was nominated for an Oscar, and Anthony LaPaglia. Those are the people that are in the movie. A Good Marriage. It's also the oldest of the bunch. It came out in 2014. I'd never heard of it, so good luck with that. All right, thanks. A Good Marriage is the movie that Big J will be watching. Uh, it is available on Amazon Prime Streaming. You can check it out for yourself and compare and contrast Big J's review, which will be happening about 24 hours from now. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hopefully, guys, I don't have to tell you this, but Valentine's Day is three shopping days away. Hopefully, you have your ducks in a row. Big J, are you prepared? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. This is the kind of stuff that if you still had the tip of the day, you'd be very upset at yourself about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, uh, I asked uh, the wife yesterday, I go, hey, do you want to do, do something for Valentine's Day? You know what she said to me? She goes, I want to sit around and watch our shows together. What are your shows? And I'm like, do we do that every Friday? Uh, what are they? You really want the list? Sure. Yeah, NCIS. Okay. Yeah, that uh, I knew. We've been watching The Deputy. Okay. Curse of Oak Island. Uh, <laughs> Bless This Mess. All right. Um, the, good, the Good Place is done. So the final, final was last week. So. And the Unicorn. Are you all caught up on these? Or that's what you do? Friday, well, they, you just get all week, caught up. You know, yeah, we, we catch up on. Gotcha. 
So that's what you're gonna do. But I mean, you know, that's fine. But aren't you supposed to also get her something as like a present for Valentine's Day? <laughs> no. I get her what she tells me she's got. Well, herself. I'm not talking about a gigantic Christmas present. I'm talking about a romantic yeah, gesture no, that I would know. remind sure. her that you. Uh, she's I'm up. getting her a scanner, a new scanner. A romantic. I know. Now, what I'm going to scan into that? <laughs> I'll leave your imagination go on that. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Valentine's Day can be expensive. Restaurants, florists, candy, they're all in high demand this week, and prices can obviously reflect this. We're a supply and demand economy, you understand? Oh, yeah. So in 2019, Business Insider reported that the average American from 35 to 44, which you, I guess, are on the back end of, will spend almost $300 on Valentine's Day in total. People uh, 25 to 34 will shell out about 230 bucks. And experts say you could save yourself some serious money. How? Just celebrate uh, Valentine's Day on February 15th, dude. The day after. At that point, companies are usually looking to get rid of the stuff that didn't sell at a discount. Which means your candies will be on sale. Your flowers will be on sale. You can even probably save yourself a bunch of money on restaurant reservations if you want to. Yeah. And so it's a good way to save some money, but also you probably have to make sure that uh, the significant other is along for the ride. Right? Uh, ideally, yeah. and just go. Hey, listen. You, you mind if we do this on Saturday? I don't have three hundred bucks to spend. I think that's probably best for people who've been together for a little bit. Sure, right? and you're, or are balling on a budget. You know yeah. that kind of stuff. So uh, think about it, figure it out, and if you're looking to, you know, still be romantic and still have a night out in the town. I mean, in this particular case, Valentine's Day is on a Friday, and so uh, Saturday would be the 15th, so it's still a good night for going out if you want to go out on a weekend. You have to worry about working the next day, so you can still have some fun and maybe save yourself a little bit of money. Although, I'm guessing that if you're a restaurant or someplace that has a fixed amount of money for Valentine's Day, you're probably running Valentine's Day specials both days if you're smart, right? Because you got to oh, think that yeah. there's going to be people that are going to do that. I uh, mean, the same the same $300 steak should be the same the next day. Agreed. $300 steak. Los Angeles Chargers quarterback Philip Rivers is going to officially enter free agency after 16 years of the franchise. He will not be returning to the team yesterday. The, uh, the, the next season, the Cavaliers announced, or the Cavaliers, the Chargers announced this yesterday. Uh, and there's news that maybe, just maybe, he was going to come back, but the Chargers say they're not interested in re-signing him. So the question becomes, Big J, where do you see Philip Rivers playing next? Yeah, year? who wants a, a turnover machine? Uh, yeah, he did not have a great year last year. He's had some really good years, and it's just bad luck. I mean, the Chargers are the bad luck story of the NFL for the last few seasons. I mean, because they, they lose their games by only three points. Right. Um, and so they're, they're, they teeter on that, you know, like they could have a really good season and make it far into the playoffs if they didn't have those mishaps. Are those Phillips Rivers' fault? Maybe. Uh, sometimes. I mean, they've had their share of injuries as well. I mean, it always seems to have the, the injury bug seems to bite them. Specifically last season, it was that defense that looked so good going into the season that just is banged up all so year long. So he moved uh, the family out of California to Florida. Right. Right. So, I mean, well, what's going on with Nick Foles? He's fighting with uh, Minshew there for a spot in Jacksonville. Tampa, Are they, they want to exchange one turnover machine for another who's older. He's got to go someplace with a good offensive line because he can't move, you know, and you can't just let him back there to be murdered because yeah. that's what would happen because yeah. he's about as mobile as a statue. And so everybody's thinking maybe the Colts because they've got a really good offensive line and could, yeah, but I mean, I don't know if it's much well, of an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. And I yeah. thought that people liked Jacoby Brissett. I thought so too. They but that's all to. I hear is like, who's going to go play in Indianapolis? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know, man. I mean, if it were me, I would stay far away from Philip Rivers. That's just me. I mean, I've always thought, you know, he has quarterback numbers. There's no doubt. But, I mean, it just seems like, first of all, every throw he throws looks like what it's about the hardest this, thing he's ever done. What about this a switcheroo? Whereas one Tom Brady is always rumored to be going to the Los Angeles Chargers, right? And he goes to the he goes to the Patriots. <laughs> and then Phillips River goes to the Patriots. It'd be fun. It and then the Chargers fun. win a Super Bowl. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. Uh, good news slash bad news yesterday. Good news. Rage Against the Machine has announced a full 40-date world tour with Run the Jewels opening up for him, which is a hell of a bill. Yeah, uh, awesome. Bad news, it's not coming to Boise, Idaho, what which a, is very Of sad. all the places that need Rage Against the Machine, wouldn't you go to the reddest of red states? You would think. Uh, but not this time. Unfortunately, uh, they are going uh, somewhat close. I mean, they'll be in Portland in April. They'll be in Tacoma also in April. So you got a couple of choices, but you're going to have to road trip it if you're going to want to see Cowards uh, Rage Against the Machine. I say cowards, Nick. The whole original lineup is back together, and they'll be playing a bunch of arena shows and festivals, including Boston Calling, Firefly, Ottawa Blues Fest. The band will then head to Europe in late summer for a string of major festivals. It is no coincidence that Rage is coming back in election year. Tom Morello told us a while back why he prefers to be political with his music, but stay out of politics personally. I worked for two years as the scheduling secretary for U.S. Senator Alan Cranston, and that cured me of any desire to enter the world of electoral politics. While Cranston was very progressive politically, you know, he spent a lot of the time that I was with him on the phone asking rich guys for money, and uh, that money never comes free. Look at this Man, big I have so much in common with Tom Morello. You really Holy do. Holy cow, dude. You and Tom Morello are pretty much the same story. Wow. Just opposite sides of the I'm going to keep that little nugget in my brain in case we ever get to interview. Do it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we are going to hell. You're invited to join us. Private Hell. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. There are dumb criminals, Big J. And then there's this guy. Uh-oh. As we head to Nashville, Tennessee for today's We're Going to Hell story. Robert Goddard is 49 years old, certainly old enough to know better. And he is accused of breaking and entering a Nashville area home on January the 29th, stealing a television and a gun from the residence, according to the records that were filed in Davidson County Court. How do they know he did it, Big J? Well, I mean, sure, I guess you could say that they have not exactly clear footage of him on the ring camera as he covered up his face a little bit, so it really could be anybody. But it was what they found when they were looking at that ring camera footage, and they are like, did the person that broke into my house drop something? God, it sure looks like it. And so when police showed up on the scene, they reviewed the footage and looked in the backyard, and sure enough, Big J, they found what they call a notebook. Oh no, man! That was the guy's diary. Apparently, out of the guy's pocket. On the cover, it said, "Quote: Crime Notebook." <laughs> no, it doesn't. And when you open it up, sure as bleep, Big J, there's a bunch of addresses in there that uh, kind of say to hit. Like he's got a list of the houses he would like to rob inside of his crime notebook. Oh my god! Now that's bad enough, right? I mean, I love the fact that he put a title on it. <laughs> it listed multiple addresses, including one from another home a few miles away that had been burglarized the same day, so they're able to connect him to that crime, according to the Tennessean. 
But the big way that investigators were able to identify the suspect is because, in part, if they page through the rest of the crime notebook, Big J, not only did they have a to-do list, but then they saw a bunch of notes from Robert's seven-year-old daughter that she had written in the crime notebook, including her full name, her dad's full name, and their address in which they live. In case you find this crime notebook, (laughs) please return to Robert Goddard, 5278. You know, I mean, it's really weird. Like, he didn't know she put that in there, maybe? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he didn't page through his crime notebook all the way, or maybe that was like his little way to take his daughter on 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 a job with him. I don't know. I don't know. But once they found the notebook, that's how they were easily able to connect the dots. They were able to arrest Goddard at his home. He is being held on a $15,000 bond for felony burglary and theft charges. Wow. And not sure what he's going to plead or what his attorney is going to do. But that is not smart. Although, that being said, in, in a world full of technology, God, it's nice to see somebody still doing stuff analog. Yeah, you know what old I mean? school, you know? Really just detail-oriented. It seemed like he had a plan. Unfortunately, he wrote that plan down and then dropped that plan right outside of where he was executing the plan. So, mistakes were made. There's no doubt about it. But I do appreciate the old schoolness of it all. I wonder at what point he's like, oh, no, I dropped my my notebook. My crime notebook. But he's probably like, no big deal. It's just a place that got robbed. It can't, it can't lead back to me, can it? Maybe, right. Except Robert's yeah. kid. He's like, I got gloves on. I don't have prints on that notebook. I'm good. Damn it, Jenny. Why do you got to write our address in the no- crime notebook? Lesson learned. Sounds like... Uh, we got a sequel to Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass 3. The criminal side. That might be a stretch. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next, He Shed, She Shed. That's right, Battle of the Sexes. Get ready to play. It's on the way on the x Rock. Stone Temple Pilots Interstate Love Song here at 100.3, the X-Rocks. Let's play He Shed, She Shed. Big J, what's it all about? Well, it's uh, a little game, Battle of the Sexes, and if you happen to be the last person standing, you could win a shed from the Lifetime Store here in Boise. Very, very cool. All qualifiers will snag a $50 gift certificate from the Lifetime Store, and uh, they can begin their own adventure if they want, but that grand prize uh, will uh, be a $3,000 valued shed with your choice of 35 different shed options and it includes installation more information you can find rules also at xrock.com all right so let's play on the phone with us are our male and female contestants it is michelle versus james good morning michelle how are you i'm great thank you very much we're good thank you for playing james you're there and everything is good on your end as well Yep, doing good. Love it. So I'm going to explain how we're going to play. I've got uh, two questions each for you. Uh, Basically, it'll be whoever gets the most questions right will officially be qualified. If you both have the same amount of questions right or wrong, we'll have a tiebreaker question in which you'll have to buzz in with your own name, and then we'll give you a chance to answer it. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, you lose. Cool? Okay. All right, we'll start with ladies first, as always, on this show. So, Michelle, you're up first. Michelle, who is the semi-truck leader of the Autobots in Transformers? Oh, um, Optimus Prime. Right. Well, that is done. correct. James, to you, sir. James, I need you to name three of the five Kardashian sisters, please. Oh, good. There's a Kendall. Right. 
Kylie and Kim. Look at Riley. You knew those way too well, James. <laughs> Teenage daughters, thank you. Chloe and Courtney are the only two that you missed. Uh, back to you, Michelle. Michelle, what part of game of the game of golf would a golfer be practicing if he or she was working on their short game? Uh, putting. That is correct. Right. <laughs> James, that means you got to get this one right to force the tiebreaker. Uh, James, what brand of hair dye and hair product uses the slogan "Because you're worth it"? CoverGirl. CoverGirl is incorrect. Wrong. (laughs) I'm sorry, James. (laughs) What is it, Michelle? L'Oreal. L'Oreal is correct. Uh, Good job. Battle of sexes. James, well played, sir. Thank you very much for listening. You can certainly try again the rest of the week. Michelle, that means you're qualified for this uh, grand prize shed, and you get yourself uh, $50 from the Lifetime Store, okay? Thank you. Thank you. You earned it. Well done. You got three questions right, and you only needed two. Great job, Michelle. That's how it works. We'll play He Shed, She Shed every single weekday this week and next to get you guys qualified for that grand prize of the $3,000 shed courtesy of the Lifetime Store. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. If you were forced to answer the following question, Big J, what is the dirtiest room in your house? What would you say if you're being honest? Um... Probably the bathroom. That's what most people would say. Guess what? Almost 100% of the time, you're wrong. Uh, Carpet specialist SCS found that the dirtiest room in almost all the houses that they ended up doing research in, regardless of how lived in or unlived in the house was, is your bedroom, Big J. What? Yeah. Especially if you find yourself doing a lot of things in it. If you find yourself watching TV or maybe even you eat in your bedroom, hands down, far and away, the filthiest room in your house. More than double the bacteria found in a living room, as much as 10 times bacteria is found in your actual bathroom and about four times more than your kitchen. Jeez. Home offices were found to be the cleanest But bedroom carpets were by far the dirtiest. Experts recommend vacuuming two to three times a week, having your carpets professionally cleaned at least once a year to avoid high levels of bacteria, mold, and yeast. And if you eat in your bedroom, do not do it. Especially considering if you're eating on your bed because you don't really change your mattress that much. And that's where this bacteria tends to go. And so it's a great place to not necessarily get you sick, but just to be really, really filthy all the time. Do you eat in your bedroom? Uh, Sometimes. What do you eat in your bedroom? Dinner? Yeah, uh, TV dinners. <laughs> what a life. Hungry man. Philip Rivers is going to be looking for a new team. The Chargers announced they will not re-sign the 16-year veteran quarterback. He'll be finding another team someplace else. Major League Baseball considering expanding the playoffs to 14 teams up from the current 10. That's nearly half the league, by the way. They want four wild cards in each league instead of two. We'll see. Uh, additionally, they want higher-seeded wildcard teams to, like, draft their matchup. So, like, you get to choose your own opponent, which will be televised on TV, which might be kind of interesting, but it's got to be oh, negotiated. Like them out? Well, no, it's like our team matches up better against the Rays than they do the Yankees. So, oh. as the higher wildcard team, we choose to face this team as opposed to the other one. Uh, but it all has to be agreed upon by the Players Association, so nothing is going to be done immediately by any stretch of the imagination. We talked a little bit about the Academy Awards yesterday, but we missed talking about some of the snubs. Uh, of course, you know, every year they talk about the uh, the In Memoriam segment. And, you know, uh, true legends like Doris Day, Peter Fonda, Kirk Douglas all 
were mentioned, but a couple of snubs that were pretty interesting. Uh, the one that everybody seemed to have a, 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 an actual uh, opinion on was Luke Perry. Luke Perry was uh, not mentioned in the In Memoriam segment, which they were very upset about, but I've got a hot take. I'm kind of okay with it. I mean, yes, Luke Perry was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but he's not really a movie star. He was featured in the Emmys In Memoriam now, and the Golden Globes, because that also features television. But he's more of a TV person than he is a movie person, right? Well, I don't know. If he's I mean, star- if he's been in movies, he should also well, have been included. Well, he's been in movies, yes. But I wouldn't. I would consider, I mean, Eight Seconds is the only movie I could think of that he starred in. If you can give me another one, I'd be surprised, at least that anybody knows. And then, uh, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which he was in for, what, 30 seconds? 90 seconds, maybe? Right? Uh, I don't remember. So, yeah, not that long. <laughs> there you go. If you don't, I mean, so it's difficult to, to bid. But one that they did miss that I did notice that I am upset about is Sid Haig. He didn't get the shout out in the Immemorium thing. That guy has been in a ton of movies yeah. for decades. And not just the Rob Zombie movies. I mean, he was a staple in, granted, B-movies and horror movies. But still, I think, long enough to get a little bit of a shout out, right? Yep. So that one I'm much more uh, upset about than I am. Uh, Luke Perry. Sid Haig had been in the business for years and years and years and years and years and a bunch of movies. And so that's one of the uh, big ones that people have contention with, which makes sense. And Patton Oswalt was the one who pointed out Sid Haig. Nobody else had until he did. Here's traffic. All right. We got your Pop Culture Smackdown coming up. Big J, is there a big prize attached to Pop Culture Smackdown? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. What would that be? Tickets to corn! Breaking Benjamin and Bones UK. Nice. It's coming up in just a few minutes with Pop Culture Smackdown. But first, we're going to step inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center brought to you by Volkswagen of Boise, CB. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And oh yeah, Monday, February 24th is going to be a great day because we have an awesome show that night out of Fort Idaho Center. It is Corn, Breaking Benjamin, and Bones UK. We will hook you up with a pair of tickets if you can beat Nick today in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, 208-287-1003. You wanted the Corn tickets, you've got them. But you're going to have to see if you can get it handled. Big J, do you have some good questions today? Uh, yeah, I've got questions. All right. <laughs> Just not good one. <laughs> Hello, the X. Hello. What's up? What's your name? Tim. All right, Tim, you're up first. What was George Washington's wife's name? Um, the Dorothy. F- Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy? No, 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 it wasn't Dorothy. But this would be a funny question. <laughs> it is funny. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, uh, Pierce Big J with your question. What was George Washington's wife's name? The first first lady. <laughs> George Washington's wife's name. Is it Martha? Martha! Right. Martha! Why Martha's, did you say that name? Martha is the, the name of a lot of uh, great heroes. <laughs> Moms. There you go. Uh, Nick, this actor took a journey through the never with Metallica as Trip. Oh, it might be easy today. I'm trying to think of his last name. Usually sounded out. I'm trying to think of his last name. His first name's Dane. Uh, But I can't think of his last name. Dane. It's an alliteration. Dane D. D E. Dane D. 
<laughs> I mean, you're so close. I mean, I'm going to give it to you. I, Dane uh, Devon? Devan? Dehan. Dehan. Dehan? Dane Dehan. I'm surprised you got the first name. Uh, is it good enough? Nah, yeah, nah. So. That's, not, that's not fair to the gentleman on the phone. I cannot remember his last name. I got his first God, name got right. you, man. I got you. I couldn't remember his last name. Sucker. So congratulations, man. What's your name? Michael. Michael DeHaan? No. Thank God. <laughs> I would have, I would have insulted your family. Uh, you are going to go check out Corn Breaking Benjamin and Bones UK at the Ford Idaho Center on the 24th. Well played, sir. All it takes was a Martha question, right? Martha. Dane DeHaan. Now I'll never forget it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. What a kick in the jeans. We'll do some headlines. That's happening next to the X Rock. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. It is your next website stop for your new or used car adventure. It's the website for Team Mazda Subaru, Big J. They get the job done. GoTeamSaveMoney.com is where you should go. Check out their fresh start credit button while you are there. Headlines are as follows, Big J. What a waste of chicken. Dreams do come true. And talk about changing your life. Uh, dreams do come true. Everybody's different, Big J. And here's a reminder. A boy over in England named Carter Murphy recently told his dad that his only wish in the world was to one day meet and hang out with the villain and slasher Jason Voorhees in the movie Friday the 13th. Oh, man. To Murphy's delight, he found Jason waiting for him outside of his school on his birthday on January 13th. His dad, Sam, says Carter has got ADHD and issues with touching, but he held hands with Jason as they walked down the the street having a good time. Oh, man. Special effects expert Tony Gartland dressed up as the slasher to help make this little kid's dream come true, and apparently the smile on his face says he had the time of his life. I'm glad he had the time of his life, but why that dream? Don't know. Some people relate to some weird things. You know? I mean, not everybody uh, enjoys all the same stuff, and some people relate to it, and maybe that's the one thing that makes them feel comfortable. Whatever it takes, I suppose. Some people think it'd be weird. Serial killer. Well, yes. Just a killer in general, really. Serial implies that there's some sort of pattern. I think he just. Well, there was like 12 movies. True. No, I'm not saying the serial is definitely a number for sure, but there ain't no pattern. He's just hacking people up that's within an arm's length. Uh, what a waste of chicken and talk about changing your life. Uh, talk about changing your life. New York City's John Ramirez says he's converted to Christianity after seeing hell. He tells News 12 that he was trained to be in a satanic cult. He was a high-ranking priest in that cult not too long ago. In fact, he cast powerful spells on people and controlled entire regions of the country for years, according to him. But one night, October 1999... He says he left his body and took a train to hell. Choo-choo. And experienced some terrible fear that he had never known. He said once he woke up again, he decided, you know what? Christianity's for me. I like that a little bit better. It's quite the swing, man. So now he tours the country telling people, here's what you need to do. Abandon your satanic cults. Stop casting spells on regions of the United States. Don't take that train to hell and convert to Christianity. What do you think? It's a pretty solid message. Surprised that hell doesn't have a better transportation system than a train. You know what I mean? I think he'd been watching The Good Place too much. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Wrap it up with what a waste of chicken. Police in Waukesha, Wisconsin say a KFC customer returned to the restaurant on Saturday night, demanded a refund after allegedly receiving a wrong order. 
Employees initially offered to remake the woman's food, but say she got upset and started throwing her chicken at the manager. Fox 6 now says she actually went as far as chucking her fried chicken, biscuits, and mashed potato at the back of the manager's head. Police were contacted, but the woman had already returned to her vehicle by the time they arrived. No word on if the customer's been apprehended or if she faces any charges. Is that an assault, Big J? Chucking food at somebody? Yeah. If it hits them. Yes. Okay. Otherwise, destruction of property? What do you think, if you were a police officer? Destruction of chicken. Depends if it was extra crispy or original recipe. What would you prefer? Oh, man. Extra crispy. Just making sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. Yep, you're up to date on everything. Eating game. Okay, well, thank you very much. Right now on 100.3, the X rocks. This is for a chance to qualify for a prize we're giving away on Friday, which happens to be a pair of 18 karat white gold earrings from Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. Valued at $1,500 American dollars, Big J. Yeah. That could buy and sell you a couple times over. And so it's a very nice Valentine's Day prize for your loved one. And if you would like to qualify for it, you need to play the dating game. McJay's going to give you a date, and you have to answer two out of three before or after questions correct in order to claim this prize. Big J, are you ready? I'm ready, man. Then let's dating game it up. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hey, sir, what's your name? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up. Good luck. The event on February 11th, 1969, Friends actress Jennifer Aniston is born. Oh. So everything happens before or after that event, okay? Uh, was, okay. Gen- was Jennifer's uh, Friends co-star David Schwimmer born before or after 1969? I'm going to say after. Uh, no, that's incorrect. He was born before 1966. That's a tough one, man. I would have guessed after as well. Now you need to get the next two right, Michael. No pressure. Good luck. Uh, Was Jennifer's Friends co-star Courtney Cox born before or after 1969? Courtney Cox. I'm going to say Courtney is older. So before? So before. Yep, that's correct. Right. It all, all comes right. down to this. Jennifer's Friends co-star Matthew Perry before after February 11th, 1969. Uh, I think he's older as well, so before. Oh, wrong. no, after. He was born in uh, August of 69. I like how you're supposed to know that. Matthew Perry, well, it's just... <laughs> Before after, oh, uh, Matthew Perry, the youngest friend of the bunch. Jennifer Aniston, the second youngest friend in the bunch. Everybody else is older than Jennifer Aniston. But Michael, you tried, and for that, we give you a round of applause. Big J, please. Good enough. Sorry, man, couldn't get you qualified that for that Lee Reed Idaho Diamond Jeweler earrings. But don't worry, a couple more days to get in down that before we give them away on Friday. So never ever give up hope. Jennifer Aniston didn't write Big J. No, she still hasn't. I mean, she starred in Leprechaun, for God's sake. And now look at her. Coming up in a few minutes, we got some bad impressions. That's coming up next on the X Rock. Morning after.
after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, we got some tickets here for you too. Tomorrow night at the Olympic venue, we've got uh, some great bands playing. Blacktop Mojo coming into town. Uh, Stone Prophet going to be opening up. So it's going to be a heck of a show. We'll get you set up with tickets if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to go to the show tomorrow night. Big J has prepared three clues. They revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, you have got a show you're going to tomorrow. And hopefully that means you got some plans. It makes your Wednesday a little bit better. That's the idea anyway. Good morning, the X. Hey, hey. What's up, man? What's your name? Adam. All right, Adam. Good luck. Before making a name for myself in music, I worked for Pee Wee Herman on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, next, next question. My real name is Robert Cummings. Uh, next one. Ha ha! I like directing movies like House of a Thousand Corpses and making music in my band. Oh, I have no idea. Nothing? What? That last one doesn't Come help. on, man! Adam! I oh guess, I guess berating him doesn't help him come up with an I think maybe the laugh at the end of the clues <laughs> might have been throwing him off. I think you were trying to be somebody else that actually oh. the clues pointed to, so that may not be an exact well, I don't but, think that guy also knew who Pee Wee Herman is. That could be. Hello, the X. How's it going? How you doing, man? Did you hear the clues, or would you like Big J to repeat them? Check it one more time, please. Sure. Before making a name for myself in music, I worked for Pee Wee Herman on Pee Wee's Playhouse. My real name is Robert Cummings. And last but not least, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Yeah, that's right. There <laughs> you go. It's Rob Zombie. And of course, that's Rob Zombie's famous laugh that Big J was doing. No, that's Pee Wee Herman's laugh. Hang on one second, and we will make it. Dare you go to Blacktop Mojo. Why is Rob Zombie in the news? Uh, he, he sent out a, an Instagram post yesterday that uh, the birthplace of uh, he, he was born in Haverhill, Massachusetts, Nick. And they paid tribute to him uh, by on the uh, Welcome to Haverville sign. It says underneath, uh, rock slash movie star Rob Zombie was born in Haverhill. Very nice of them. Uh, but Rob Zombie's like, I, I didn't know I was a ro- uh, movie star. He's not. He uh, He's not. <laughs> they kind of flubbed that up. Like the research department at Haverhill there uh, did not do their job. Hey, you know, so, uh, I'm thinking about this. Should we, like, petition Miles City, Montana to have a big J thing on the sign? What do you I, think? No, because I don't think that I'm the most famous person from Who's there, from so. Miles City, Montana? I'll have to look it up. I, I did there this are once famous before. people from Miles City, Montana? Yeah, of course, man. For real? Famous rodeo stars, probably. Oh, that doesn't count. I'm talking about, like, pop culture stuff. I don't know. I wouldn't call myself famous either. So. All right, well, then, never mind. It would have been cool. Maybe they can have movie star Big J. No, no, no. I'm from West Dallas, Wisconsin. There's there's, uh, there's all sorts of Olympic champions and crazy people from there. Dan Jansen's from West Dallas, Wisconsin. I mean, it's going to be tough, uh, tough uh, usurping um, General Miles, uh, or not General Miles, but um, General George S. Patton. Not Patton. What is happening? <sighs> you know... I don't know. That's a great question. Is there, in fact, a general from Miles yes, City, Montana? Yes, yes. The, the Battle of Little Bighorn. Custer, okay? Custer's last stand. It was Colonel Custer. He was stationed there. That's where he left from, is Miles City, to go get slaughtered. It's not where he was born, though. That's not the No, the no, no. Thing. Okay, I get it. You're right. Morning God, after idiot. with Nick and Big J. Is it J. time to go home? It might be. Uh, we will, in fact, wrap, wrap up the show here next to the X-Rock. Attention. Attention. 
do it all the time. I'm so sorry. Everybody had to hear that. <laughs> Shine down attention, attention, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J's. You heard Big J singing along. Uh, that's going to do it for the old morning after. Thank you very much for tuning in this morning and being a part of the fun and excitement. Big J's going to give you a movie review tomorrow of something called A Good Marriage. So we'll see if that's any good. It's based on a Stephen King, a piece of work from Stephen King I am not familiar with. I don't know if it's based on like a full-on novel or just like a short story or if it was a Richard Bachman thing or what. But you will tell us all the details tomorrow morning. I know that much. Will I? I hope so, if you watch the movie anyway. And of course, uh, we also had a chance to get some people qualified and win some stuff over the course of the show. Our first pair of corn and Breaking Benjamin tickets were won this morning fairly easily. Disappointed in myself about that. But it will be big things on the Wednesday show to look forward to. First of all, uh, Big J's movie review. Second of all, we're going to announce the first Free X show of 2020, Big J. What? As part of the X's 25th anniversary concert series, so prepare yourselves for that. The announcement will be coming. We'll tell you who's coming, when, and where. All the details tomorrow morning. Plus additional prizes, maybe even some corn and Breaking Benjamin tickets as well. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Dennis Dillon, Autumn where Orchard Street, and the Freeway Me. Make sure you check them out. Jason Drew's coming up next, but Big J, you have the floor, sir. Yeah, I had a, uh, a weird lunch disaster yesterday. I went and picked up a sandwich at a place that will rename Nameless. And uh, got back, opened up my sandwich. It, it's not the sandwich I ordered. Okay. But this is the thing, is that whoever ordered the sandwich, I've got to believe that they're just unhappy in the inside. What do you mean? Because it it uh, it didn't have any meat on it. Okay, that's all right. You're vegetarian. It's cool. But it also didn't have bread. What? Yeah. It was one of those, you know, lettuce-wrapped sandwiches. But it just had cheese and veggies in it. And that's it. Now, and I was super hungry. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go ahead and try this. And, and I tasted it. I'm like, listen, it tasted good. But I could not, I could not deal with the fact that there wasn't any meat in it and no bread like i get one or the other like you're trying to do the the keto thing so you don't have the bread or you're vegetarians so you don't have the meat but not having both i and i was like i'm still hungry and i'm like oh i wanted to call and yell at them but i'm like you know what my wife works in customer service i'm just like i'm not gonna do that so i calmly wrapped it up drove back down to the sandwich place and i said listen we got a mix up here and he goes oh you got the number six on i'm like who orders this and I said to the guy, I go, this person is not happy. They might be fit and good looking, but this is not the sandwich of a happy person. Well, why go to like a place like that if that's what you're going to get, I guess, is the other side part of it, right? Well, you're in a hurry. There's a lot of options, but still, okay. I mean, uh, and if you are listening to this radio station and you ordered that sandwich, hey, let's do something for you. Hey, let's let's get you some tickets or something. Somebody's yeah. going to call up and see that's them. That's how it's Yeah, no, I'll ask them what, where they got it from. I didn't mention the restaurant. And you, what it was on it, you should probably ask. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, that's just an unhappy person. I feel bad for him. How many bites did you take before you took it back? Two. I was really hungry, man. And then I'm like, ah, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. I mean, I'm trying to figure out how frustrated you must have been to actually get up and go again to the place. Usually, I'm not that way. I would have just said screw it. But uh, I was, I was, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for something. And then I get there, and the guy was so nice, and we were joking around about this idiot sandwich person. Um, yeah. How was the sandwich upon it actually being made correctly? Great. Good. That's all that matters. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will see you tomorrow. It's the X Rock.